Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hey friends, today's episode, which you're about to hear, is taken from a Facebook Live that I spontaneously did for my summer camp community this week. Have you heard of summer camp? Speaking of which, you know, this summer, I decided to take my people through an incredible, unforgettable, silly, and fun-filled two weeks of business makeover, marketing makeover. I have never done anything like this before, and so I had no idea what was going to happen, and my mind has been completely blown in every way. We have a pop-up Facebook group where me and a team of camp counselors, of course, are coaching a vibrant, warm, loving, fun, supportive, enthusiastic group of nearly 4,000 entrepreneurs. Holy crap. And everyone is working on the same thing, my summer camp activities. Summer camp activities is this insanely thorough and rich body of brand new teachings from yours truly on marketing and selling organized into five different fun, simple activities and presented in a way that's actually super easy to follow and immediately take action on. One of my campers said, I bought programs for four figures and five figure price tags that had way less actionable information than this $100 summer camp thing. And I said, I agree. Yes, the entire experience is $100. And by the time you hear this episode, the pop-up Facebook group will actually have been archived which means that it's no longer open for anyone to join anew or contribute to. However, what you'll have to work through on your own time and at your own pace is just incredible. It's everything I wish I had when I was starting out. So when you register for summer camp, it includes the entire 120-page summer camp playbook of original teachings and marketing and selling how-to guide, as well as a what I honestly think is a truly groundbreaking resource for how to protect your nervous system while taking action on your business, which many campers said what alone was worth the entire price of admission. And I, once again, I agree. I'm talking about PDFs where every page is bursting with like, holy wow, like breakthrough moments and actionable insights, audio recordings that are going to calm your nervous system, coaching call recordings, honestly, enough material to have you rocking your marketing for the next several months, if not the next year or two, honestly, if you were to just keep following the activities step by step on your own time at your own pace. And all of this offered to you for only $100 you get access immediately when you register. I'll leave the registration link in the show notes. So some of the things that I allude to in today's episode, I'm referring to the ideas and resources inside summer camp. So we have some lingo that we're using inside summer camp that's only going to make sense if you are doing the work. So I just wanted you to know that so you're not like, what is she talking about when you hear me refer to certain things that you might not be familiar with yet? However, you obviously don't need to be in on all of that in order to understand what I'm trying to say. Because I really believe that what I'm about to tell you about, which is how to think about, you know, how to think about it when you get no responses on your offers and feel awkward or get discouraged, what to do about it is going to be incredibly useful for you. Like I have so many useful insights for you on that today. Believe it or not, 
It happens at all stages of business, not just when you're starting out. You know, you think that once you're established, you're making six figures, seven figures, whatever, you stop having the problem of like making new offers and having no one respond and having it feel awkward and discouraging. Nope. It still happens. Like it still happens at every stage. Whenever we create new offers or we enter into a new phase of relationship with our audience, you know, new phase of business growth. So. I think it applies a lot more broadly than you, than you would probably think. So my hope is to offer you something uplifting, comforting, and actionable, right? Nuggets of wisdom that you can take whenever you encounter this problem of like, I'm making offers and nobody is responding. All right. Enough introduction. Here's me going live inside summer camp, the Facebook group. Enjoy. Hey, everybody coming to you directly from my hotel room in London in my pajamas. (laughs) I just woke up and spent some time hanging out with all of you guys. And I wanted to talk a little bit about what to do, how to think when your brain says, nobody wants my offer. I posted, you know, offering people to, to hop on my email list and nobody bit. Nobody wants to be on my email list. Nobody's responding to these types of posts. I just have to stop doing them. I did my, you know, launch zipline invitation and nobody was interested. Nobody wants what I have to offer. I created a, you know, play date offer and nobody wants to do it. Now, when these thoughts come up, there's a couple of things I want to offer about that. One, this is most likely not a rational observation. It seems like a rational, logical observation. However, if it were truly a rational, logical observation, it would be like, oh, nobody seems to want it. Like, what should I do about it? And you would be like in a neutral, curious, like, okay, well, let me think about it. Let me, you know, try some new things kind of space. However, if you're like, nobody wants what I have to offer. Oh my God, what do I do? Like, oh no. Like if you're in that kind of state, then the nobody wants what I have to offer is probably a sign of nervous system, central nervous system activation. Okay. So it's when that feels charged, like nobody wants this and your thoughts go in loops about how it's a problem and nobody ever wants what I have to offer and blah, 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 blah. You are kind of dissociating in a way from the current, whatever the particular situation is. And you are going into something that's probably close to like a freeze response or or a flight response, like, right. And you're central nervous system is activated. Like that's what you need to remember, right? There's like, oh, nobody bit on this offer. Interesting. I wonder, you know, what I can learn about it. That's one thing. And nobody wants what I have to offer. Nobody wants this. Oh no, it was a mistake. That is a central nervous system activation. And I just want you to recognize it because if you don't recognize it, you stay stuck in your brain trying to solve it with your thoughts. And of course, when you're activated, you can't solve it with your thoughts because your thoughts are trapped in, like in your nervous system reaction. And then you feel worse because you can't solve it with your thoughts. And then it's like this like loop, you know, this uh, vicious cycle of like, I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. Okay. So that's the first thing I want. It's your nervous system is likely activated. Like, oh no, we're being rejected. Oh no. Right. And then it like triggers like a, we have to do something to survive survival response. Okay. We want to go to our safety guide in camp and we want to grab a candy from one of, from the, from the candy bag. And we want to practice, (sighs) uh, CNS safety practice. We want to take five seconds out of our day 
to do some nervous system comforting, something that involves breath, right? Playing with your senses. Sally, our safety officer, has created a marvelous list of things we can try that are very short. Guided audio, as you can you can listen to, very short, very simple, very effective, and it's going to get you out of the. <gasps> okay, so that's the first thing. And the second thing I want to tell you about, nobody wants what I have to offer. Nobody wants this. Is it can be kind of confronting, but it's very effective in getting to the true heart of what's happening. Which is, I want you to always flip that statement around and turn it into, I don't want this. Where, whenever your says no, your brain says nobody wants this. Ask yourself, how is it true? What are all the ways I don't want this? Because somebody just asked. How can you tell when you have an offer and it's a marketing problem versus a truly nobody wants this problem? And that's that's what you know gave me the idea for this live. It's like there is never a nobody wants this problem. People only want what you want. There's never a nobody wants this problem. There's always a I don't want this problem. If I posted about it three times and nobody wants it, and I want to abandon this offer, and it's basically, oh, it was a bad idea. I should have never mentioned that. That means your commitment to your offer, the, how much you believe and how much you stand for your offer is so weak that three posts, three offers with no response is enough to make you want to scrap it. It's enough to make you question it. So why is that? Why is your offer, why is your belief in your thing? Why is your enthusiasm, your passion? Like you might feel like, but it's really strong, but I always make this metaphor. Like, let's say you had the cure for COVID, cure for cancer, whatever, and you offered it to three people. Hey, it's the cure for COVID, cure for cancer. Do you want it? Like, you have COVID, you have cancer. Do you want it? And they're like, no, no, I really don't want it. And you offered it to three people and that happened three times. You wouldn't be like, well, I guess nobody wants to cure to cancer. You'd be like, oh my gosh, what is, what's wrong with people? Okay. I got to figure out a different way to explain this because obviously people are like misunderstanding how, how amazing this is and how they need it. Like, and I'm just going to figure out as many different ways to say it so people like get that they want it because why wouldn't they want it? Oh my God. So that's how, that's how I'm able to make so many offers and keep making offers even when nobody says they want it because I make sure I want it first. I make sure that whatever I have to offer is something that I feel that I believe in so strongly that 10 people can say no to me in a row and I'll, I mean, listen, I'm also human. So I will have that moment of like, oh, poor me. Like this is emotionally hard. Like I will have that moment, but also I will ride that out. And I will also come back to a place of like, okay, this needs to get out in the world. People need this. People need to be on my email list. People need to be in this, in this program. And I have to figure out a different way to say it. I have to keep saying it. I have to keep collecting data about how to say words in a way that makes people want to say yes, because this matters. This offer matters. That is what it means to actually want your offer, actually to have your offers back. Imagine your offer was a person. Let's say you had a child and they went to school for the first time and they're like, I didn't make any friends first day of school. Second day, I didn't make any friends on the second day either. Third day, I didn't make any friends on the third day either. Would you be like, well, I guess making friends is not for you. I guess you just like, you know, you not meant to have friends. <laughs> your life, you'll be friendless. Would you say that or would you be like, Oh my gosh, like, of course you can make friends. It's a third day. Or even if, if, even if it's been three months of your kid going to school, making no friends, would you be like, I guess you're just like a, not like a friend person. You just something really unfriendable about you and nobody wants to play with you, right? You would never say that, right? 
you wouldn't necessarily like make it a problem, but you would never believe that. You would just be like, something is happening and we can be curious about what's happening. Do you want a friend? Then okay, let's, let's talk about, right? Like you would help them problem because you would never doubt that they can make friends. Of course, right? That is what it means to believe in your offer, to want your offer, to have unconditional, I got you back, right? And I will say this, that this is not something where you like, have just like the perfect belief. Uh, you have the perfect like sentence and you're like, oh, this makes me have a hundred percent belief. No, it's something you build, right? Because when you're starting out with your offer, if you're starting to offer something that you've, you've never offered before, or it's a new thing, or it's not completely new, but it's new-ish, right? You're still building belief in your offer. Your relationship to that offer is pretty, still pretty relatively new, which means it's not as robust as it could be, as it will be if you keep working on your relationship with the offer, right? So my relationship with my business is stronger now than it was last year, which was stronger than it was three years ago, et cetera. Why? Because we're in a long-term committed relationship and we keep working through the things. We keep working through the kinks. We keep working through all the, you know, like any long-term relationship, there are moments of wobble. There are moments of there's like arguments. There's moments of like, oh, but then we work through it and we end up stronger. So building a relationship with your offer where you can stand behind it strongly, that is let it be a process. But please know that it's always your relationship to the offer that other people are mirroring back to you. Why are there over 4,000 of you here in summer camp? Why did I get all of you to sign up? Why was I able to make so many fucking offers until all of you were in here? And I'm not done making offers, right? It's not for any other reason than me being so deeply in my, like, it's like a full body conviction, passion. Like, I don't care how many no's I get. You're going to, for as long as like, like I'm going to like be in your faces as often as possible. Hey, come to camp, come to camp, come to camp. Because I believe in it so, so, so much. I think everyone should be here. And if that means I'm going to make mistakes, do read things, you know, <laughs> get no's on the way, so be it. I'm just going to use it all to learn. So that's what's happening. Never. Nobody wants my offer. I think nobody wants my offer is a very, it's like, can be a convenient place for our brains to go because then it makes us feel helpless. Because if nobody wants it, then what can I do about it? If other, I can't control what other people want, right? It's like, oh, then it's almost like a, we get an, we get a, an out. Like we don't have to problem solve. We can stop problem solving if nobody wants it. Oop, well, what can I do? It's like a way of relinquishing responsibility for how we show up in relationship to the offer. The minute you believe, well, nobody wants it. Take your power back. Take your responsibility back. Take your creative authority back and explore where you can make a difference, where you can make change, which is in your mind, how you have a relationship with your offer. The only reason anybody else ever wants anything that you have is because you believe it in it first, because you want it first. Nancy said, nobody wants my offer equals cynicism instead of liberators is my hope, uh, liberatory hope. Yeah. So exactly. Nobody wants my offer. Cynicism. You know how just we're all, we're all like coaches and, you know, helpers here. We get what's happening when people fall into cynicism. People fall into cynicism because it hurts too much to hope. It hurts too much to want, right? Like why want things? Why hope for things and get hurt if I could just be cynical and shut my heart down? So it's harder emotionally 
to want things and to hope for things and to believe in things. It's like easier in quotes to be cynical. But here's the thing. You will never expand your nervous system capacity. You will never expand your emotional capacity. You will never grow your heart if you just shut it down because it's easier to not have to feel emotions. It's not easier to not ever have to process disappointment, heartbreak, etc. But then what kind of a life would that be if that's how we lived, you know, at least when it comes to your business? Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time. Mm-hmm.